Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me, Sherry, on Live with Sherry, as we discuss today's episode entitled The Murder of Tyshawn. The murder of Tyshawn Lee and the execution of Tyshawn Lee is a topic of discussion throughout this country. And today I want to examine his murder and execution from a different premise, one of a community accountability and responsibility to assist him in bringing forth charges and prosecution of those parties involved, the silence of organizations who purport that black lives matter. And then we want to discuss the police investigation, and whether or not the police have been proactive in pursuing the murderer or murderers of Tayshaun Lee. We'll be back. I would like to preface this show by stating my condolences to the parents of Tayshawn Lee, the nine-year-old child who was murdered and executed in an alley in the city of Chicago on about November 2nd of 2015. And now I want to talk about the first topic, community accountability and responsibility, and how that ties into his murder. There have been accusations pertaining to the quote-unquote no-snitch code of the streets that have purportedly interfered with the police ability to properly investigate and or secure information relative to the execution. I think it's important for us to walk through what has allegedly happened to this child, that sometime During the mid-afternoon on November 2nd, he was lured into an alley where he was executed and sustained multiple gunshot wounds to his body. It is very difficult to believe or comprehend that such an act like that can happen in the United States to our children, where a nine-year-old becomes a specific target of an execution. What is even more unsettling is that this young child was buried on Tuesday without there being an arrest and charges against those persons or persons responsible for his execution. It is very difficult to believe that a nine-year-old child who was born and raised in inner-city Chicago could be lured into an alley by someone other than an individual that he would have known, had reason to know, and or had reason to believe his father or mother or relative knew, or a person of authority, law enforcement, school official, or an adult from the community. Nine-year-old innocent children have a different mindset and street mentality than those children that are born in suburban and rural communities. And again, it is very difficult for anyone to surmise that a nine-year-old child who is abreast, intelligent, and is cognizant, even at the age of nine, of some kind of street understanding in a city like Chicago, New York, Compton, 
California that those children would not know not to go into an alley or be approached by or coerced by or communicate with someone that they didn't know. And so it is even more difficult and unsettling to think that he was the only child or person on that street that particular day where he and he alone could be lured into an alley without anybody seeing or hearing anything. So community accountability and responsibility, how do you get away with murder, is a sitcom or drama televised program. And my response would be just live in Chicago, where they would allow a nine-year-old child to be executed and murdered like a dog and die in an alley in a way that no human being should ever die. How do you get away with murder when people who see things do not speak out? A community has to be accountable and responsible for their actions. We can't protest and march and blame law enforcement for the death of one child and then excuse the acts of African Americans or whites or whomever are involved in the execution and murder of a nine-year-old child. It is unconscionable to think that Tayshawn Lee was on that street by himself on that day and that no one saw the person or persons who allegedly lured him into the alley. So here's my guess. If I'm nine years old, having been born and raised in New York myself, who could lure me to a staircase in a housing project? Who could ask me to go around the corner? Who can ask me to cut through the back of the woods? A classmate, someone in my age group, someone that I know that I would have some sense of trust for, someone who I would be willing to let my guards down with because I won't feel threatened by their presence. Someone in my age group, who would be the next person? An adult, a member of the community, who I've either seen personally, know personally, or alternatively, who I've seen with my mother or my father or relative. Third, a school teacher, school administrator, someone in an authoritative figure who I respect, who I would trust, who I would feel comfortable with. Again, who I would not fear walking in that direction unless I was abducted off of the street and not lured. Next, law enforcement. I would respect the badge. Even as a child, I would know that this is my authority and I must listen to what this person says and I must follow the instructions of this person. Who would be more likely than not to fire upon and execute a nine-year-old child. Someone trying to get stripes if they were gang-related, akin to the Newark, New Jersey shooting, where individuals executed three African-American children in a park, shot them multiple times. It was a specific target. It was for gang initiation. It was also a message for that particular territorial war or turf war. So I believe that the gangster disciples and the Blackstones have anything to do with this. It would shock me if it did. That's never been their MO, to go for children. I'll leave you with that thought, and we'll be back. Thank you for joining me, Sherry, on Live with Sherry as we discuss today's episode entitled 
the murder and execution of nine-year-old Tayshawn Lee. At the break, I asked the question, do I believe that the Against the Disciples or the Black Stones had anything to do with the execution and murder of Tyshawn Lee? My first response would be no. That's never been the GD's MO. From the days of Larry Hoover and Fort to most recent, they've never attacked children purposefully or with a purposeful intent. However, you do have other gangs that are likely to do that who would target a child with specificity. MS-13s, Latin Kings, old cats from the Vice Lords, I'm just saying. Because, see, when something like this happens, I don't care about no snitch codes or any other kind of codes. We have a nine-year-old that's been executed, and it is unconscionable that anyone in their right mind could think that a nine-year-old would pose any kind of threat to them that it would warrant him being executed and left in an alley to die like a dog. If it is, if it is against the disciples or anyone from the Black Peace Stones, it would shock me that they have reduced themselves to be this little, that they would need or find the need to attack and execute a child. I'm more so leaning to someone he knew or had reason to know. I'm more so leaning to someone who was younger, someone who would have no problems firing on a kid. A cat that's been in the game for a minute, he's not going to fire on a kid. I don't care how swept up he is at the time or whatever influence he would be under. He wouldn't have it in him to fire multiple shots on a kid, but you can get another kid to do that, convincing him he's going to be a new G convincing him he's going to get stripes. I see that more with MS-13s, Latin Kings, old cats from the Vice Lords. I don't see that with the GDs. I don't see that with the Black Peace Stones, and I could be wrong. But unlike Hoover and Ford on this wise, it would not be tolerated or accepted. And this is why I think it may not even be gang-related at all, because there would be a sense of retaliation in the street that would have came down immediately. The streets wouldn't be that hot that you wouldn't try to send an immediate response to the murder of an execution of a nine-year-old child. I'm even more concerned that the police have not already arrested and that they have not already charged an individual. This young baby's been deceased now for more than a week. I don't care how quiet the streets are. When the police want information, they know how to bring in every CI, every confidential informant they have. They know how to bust down doors and get answers. You let a suburban kid OD on some drugs, and they're going to trace it right back to the dealers who sold that drug to them within 24 to 48 hours. And you telling me past 48 hours you don't have an arrest? You telling me that the streets are that quiet? I don't believe that. I don't believe the streets are that quiet because I don't believe that the Chicago Police Department has worked diligent and hard enough to crack this particular case because I know how law enforcement operates. And if they wanted to solve this case immediately, it would have been done. They will go in to every CI. They will go into every prison. They will be busting down every doors and every project, every tenement building in Chi-Town, the Windy City. They will come in like an east wind and get the answers that they need. They'll bring in every game banger they know, and that has not been done. And that is why I question whether it's game-related, if at all. 
Now, there's been accountability and responsibility pertaining to whether the father is, quote, unquote, cooperating. I purposely uploaded the interview by the father that was conducted by multiple members of the media because he says this, I have cooperated. I just have been unable, unable, unable to answer the questions that they have posed to me. Believing that to be true, what questions are they asking him that he wouldn't have answers to? I have a concern that the police immediately made him more of a suspect than anyone else in that immediately before finding out who the real suspects were, they immediately made the connection, oh, dad's a gang member, therefore this must be gang-related. Well, if I'm trying to create a turf war, if I'm trying to create bits between two groups, if I'm trying to create rivalries, maybe I might come in and take down a nine-year-old kid and get the streets wet up. I'm just saying, I might be more likely to do something like that, right? So why would you immediately go to the media and give the media the hint that this was gang-related if you're saying you don't have a suspect and you don't have and you have not been able to make any arrests? Why would you plant that seed to create discord, to create division, to get the streets all wet up? It's one thing that Chicago happens to be the stead of the President of the United States. It's another that the city has been faced with so much controversy since he's been in office concerning other seats and political seats within the jurisdiction of the state of Illinois. It's even more interesting that our President has not spoken out pertaining to this hideous act. Yes, we've had children in Chicago killed before, but never has a child been targeted and executed before. They had been victims of stray bullets and drive-bys. In this particular regard, this child apparently seemed to have been a specific target, one who suffered from multiple gunshot wounds. There has been no information so far to date that anybody else was shot, so it could not lead one to suspect that he was the victim of an incidental or accidental shooting or that he was inadvertently shot in the course of witnessing someone else being fired upon. I'm sure there's DNA testing and others that have been done from CSI to examine the crime scene to see if anyone else in the vicinity had been shot. So again, community accountability and responsibility. We're not going to deal with the irresponsible acts of the mother, even if she purports that the funds were her own. You don't buy a car before your child is buried. That says that there. Dad, you don't sell T-shirts at 45 and $35 a WAP, online or otherwise, and an ethic to ex- exploit your child's death in a way that's not beneficial. Surely if you said you were trying to raise funds for a funeral or trying to raise funds for a reward, it might gather the attention of others. But to purchase vehicles and to sell items and profit off the death of your child, it's unconscionable. What would be even more unconscionable is if you had any street knowledge pertaining to what happened to your son and either one of you made the decision that you thought it would be best to handle matters in your own hand. No, you will do better under these circumstances to allow law enforcement, if they're not involved, yeah, I said it, if they're not involved, to actually go about making the appropriate arrest, letting the prosecutors make the appropriate case, and suffer them the consequences of being inside. These are baby killers. There's nothing you can do to them. 
that can't be done on the inside. And a matter that will send a message to anybody else that this is not how life is going to work, not for our children. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about why there hasn't been a lot of conversation, marching, and protest, because I thought black lives matter. Well, if they do, then his life matters. We'll be back. Thank you for joining me, Sherry, on Live with Sherry, as we discuss this morning's episode entitled The Murder and Execution of Tayshawn Lee. At the break, I made a comment that suggests if law enforcement's not involved, and one might ask, how could you dare say that? Because we have dirty police officers throughout America. We've got officers who wake up every morning with the mindset to do the right thing, but there are always a few apples that fall from the tree. And history and information will teach us that there have been many police officers over the years involved in improprieties and in illegalities and criminalities. And if a police officer could walk up to a 12-year-old and blow his chest wide open, don't tell me what they're not capable of doing to a 9-year-old. And if the streets are too quiet and somebody's trying to create a risk, yeah, you might get a dirty cop that might be willing to do it. This kid was executed. Who would have that comfort level to openly execute a child in broad daylight? This wasn't some midnight travesty. This was the afternoon. Sun is still shining. Kids are still playing. People are still walking the street. Who would be able to do that in the street, stay quiet? Not a gangbanger. Because, see, I can only envision if something like this had happened in New York, we would then take a scene out of New Jack City, I'm just saying. So I'm wondering why Chicago's been so quiet. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense that law enforcement has not made an arrest. I don't want to hear about suspects. There have been no arrests made, and the child has been buried. The streets can't be that quiet. I'm wondering why there hasn't been door-to-door busting down doors, bringing in every CI. I'm wondering why the media was given enough information to immediately divert the attention from the real possible suspects to connecting bad to a game. I mean, if you don't know what happened to baby boy, how then can you assume or surmise that it's gang-related? How? Maybe he had a little leather jacket on and somebody tried to steal. You just never know. So how do you immediately attempt to connect the dots and make the assumption that it's gang-related? That's inflammatory. That's rhetorical, and it's irresponsible because you immediately now make the world think that dad is as culpable for his son's death as anybody else. That may not even be the case at the end of the day if you have and know what's going on. So if you have no idea as to who the suspect is, why would you leak that bit of information to the media? That's irresponsible. My thing would be we currently do not have any suspects. Everyone is under investigation, as opposed to immediately giving the media his father's name and purported gang affiliations. Now, I would surmise that if Dad don't have any bodies on him, and dad never snitched or ratted out on anybody, why would someone want to hit up his son? I don't see that. But if I'm trying to create a rift between GDs and the Stones and a couple of other games, and I'm trying to get the streets all wet up before a holiday, then that might be a means in which I would do it. 
But again, community accountability and responsibility would be that if you have information, you come forward with the information. The only reward that appears to even be offered is to the church. Law enforcement didn't even offer an award. As I understand it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the church, Michael Flagler, is the only one through his church that has offered an award, and others have made contribution to the award. Reward. Now, usually you have Crime Stoppers and tips, and they use that to offer a reward. To my best knowledge and belief, Chicago PD didn't do that. The law enforcement community in Chicago hasn't done that. And Black Lives Matters didn't do it. And I know, Mr. Sean King, there has to be enough money that you people have gathered, but if a Black Lives Matters, why haven't you said we want to make this contribution? Why haven't you gone through the streets of Chicago? And I usually never call out any organization, but I respectfully call on this one. I'm a native New Yorker, and I know they were there thick taking on Rikers Island's concerning mass incarceration and how black lives matter. So you come all the way to the boroughs to bring that to our front door. When you right there in Chicago and y'all got all that beef going on there, handle your own business. You got a nine-year-old that was executed. Doesn't his life matter? Don't y'all want to go door-to-door and find out who killed him? I bet you if you found out a white police officer shot him, then his life would matter. So let me understand this. The life of a black person in America doesn't matter unless we can connect his murder or execution, that is, to the hands of a police officer, a white person. That's interesting to know. That's really interesting to know. So I tell you why our lives don't matter, because they don't matter to us. And if we don't think enough of ourselves, unless our life is taken by someone other than our own, that's the only time it's relevant Well, then, our lives don't matter. So as long as our lives don't matter to us, they should not matter to anyone else. No one else ought to be accountable and responsible for the lives of black people in America. We must be. And if this doesn't warrant radio shows, Twitters, monies to be raised for the proper usage, not to buy cars and not to sell T-shirts, but to bring about a resolution for this baby who's been executed in the street and alley like a dog, if that doesn't warrant protest, if that doesn't warrant change, then what does? I just question the timing of this baby's murder. For a child to be executed within two to three weeks following the anniversary, the 20th anniversary, that is, of the Million Man March in Chicago, when that march was hosted by Minister Louis Farquhar, I'm just saying there's a lot going on here which is why it concerns me that the media immediately directed and pointed the fingers to a gang-related murder when that may not even be the case. It may have been a retaliation of a whole different kind, maybe against the organizers of the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March, maybe gang-related, maybe to create a street war to get the streets all wet up. We just never know. So I don't think it was fair to point the finger and make the dad a culpable or have some sense of culpability for the death of his son when you're claiming you don't have any information. Now, if you had made an arrest and they said this was in response to, that would be different. But as of today, there have been no arrests made. And I'm thinking if the GDs are involved, that would surprise me. 
If the Stones are involved, it would surprise me. But if the MS-13s or the Latin Kings are involved, for a little black kid, that would not concern me. It makes me think of the incident in Long Island, New York. Young kid got wet up, not nine, but young enough, and the kid in Newark, New Jersey got wet up. I can see that MO because that's how they would target that. Los Angeles, California, similar situations, okay, where you got the warfare taking place in prison that sometimes spills over to the streets. I get that, but I don't get GDs or stones taking down a nine-year-old kid in an alley. I don't get that. And I don't think if it turned out to be true that it would be this difficult or take this long for an arrest to be made because common sense would dictate that a nine-year-old inner-city child would only respond to an authoritative figure or someone that he knew. That would be the only two variables that could get him into an alley. We'll be back. Thank you for joining me on Live with Sherry as we discuss today's episode entitled The Murder and Execution of Nine-Year-Old Tayshawn Lee. As I preface this show, I will work toward concluding it the same. My condolences to the parents, family, and friends of Tayshawn Lee, and it would be my sincerest hope and prayer that there will be a resolution of this young child's murder and execution and that the police would focus upon not the traditional methods utilized to gather information when it comes to the death of our children, but rather would be as diligent as they would be if it were a nine-year-old suburban child who was found in an alley in inner-city Chicago. Again, I am constrained to think about the incidences that transpired when a child OD'd on drugs and how the police were able to immediately find the dealer. So if that is within their ambit and their abilities and capabilities to fulfill, then I'm sure the same needs to be done in this regard, despite and in spite of any purported or alleged street code or snitch code. You have CIs on the street. They give you information all day, every day. You have people that infiltrate your gangs up there that are there, that know what they would know. Because this young child's life matters. It does matter, and it should matter to every human being on this planet. And regardless of what people tend to think about his parents and their lack of judgment and irresponsible acts between the purchase of a vehicle before her child was laid to rest and or the selling of T-shirts, none of that should translate to how the handling of this child's murder investigation is conducted or how individuals feel about the murder and execution of an innocent child in America. Our blood of these children, no child regardless of their race, ethnicity or nationality or gender or sexual orientation should be spilled in the streets of America, especially not in the matter in which this child died. He indeed is a victim of urban warfare, and it is my prayer that wherein the police use and engage in militarized policing for any other circumstances, that the same methods are utilized in an effort to come about and bring about an arrest and a conviction. And we call upon the community to do what they need to do in an effort to make sure that the death and murder and execution of Tay Sean Lee is not in vain and that the answers 
to the questions that need to be answered are in fact answered because if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. His life matters. All lives matter. And no child in America should be gunned down like a dog and left to die in an alley. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 